another episode my name is anita and i am betsy and you are listening to ain't that some shit okay yeah yeah okay yeah comportate como gente grande como profesional no es cierto Sing. <laughs> Thank you guys okay. for joining us. This episode is going to talk about <gasps> dun, 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 dun. Relationships. relationships. Yeah, valió madre. Yeah. 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 Damn. This is, this is going to be a good one. I feel like uh, I think we all struggle with that. Relationships are is hard. Another non paying job. Right. Dude, I feel like parenting. And relationships are the hardest thing in the world. Come fight me. Yeah. Come it fight is. me. Yeah. Tell me otherwise. <laughs> I, I can't. It's, it's relationship true. is hard. You have two people from two different worlds coming together as a team, but at the same time, are Living we a their team? Own world. Are we a team? I mean, you're from planet Venus and I'm from planet Pluto. <laughs> No, so it's just it's 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 definitely a subject that a lot of people don't like to touch <clears throat> because it comes with a lot of strings attached and but they have to be spoken about. So here we are. Love is beautiful, but it's hard. It's hard. It's very I hard. love relationships, honestly. Like I love being in a relationship, Me but too. it's hard. Me too. Especially out with the world right now the way it is. Like you can't trust nobody out there no more. So I love relationships and I'm always been a relationship type Me of too. person, you know, Me too. I love the commitment. I love the long term. Yeah. I love the stability. I love the, you know, sharing the sharing and just like knowing you have somebody there to love you. Yeah. But do you have somebody there to love you? Mm. Do you love that person? Mm. And can no you, costumbre or things like that? Yeah. Or can you accept everything about them? about them and what the relationship has to bring mm. and that's when it gets, gets hard. hard that's when it gets hard because now you <gasps> are juggling and, and let's just just to be straight okay when you're in a relationship it's not your job to make somebody else happy absolutely it's not your job your job is to be there for them in my opinion right i'm giving you what i think no it's true based on the it's relationship been, it's been it's literally been yeah it's Psychologists, psychiatrists, everybody yeah. ta preaches it, and it's true because it's not your job to make anybody happy. It's your job to make yourself happy. You're so happy, and, so. and that's the part where a lot of people, including myself, gets confused because we're so used to being saved. We're used to being, you know, um, having that someone come for you exactly. when in reality. But like I said, it's not. solo, te mueres solo. But no, <laughs> it shouldn't be like that, you know? No, but it's truly, you need to learn how to love yourself. You can't yes. be in a relationship and expect everything to be perfect if there's no self-love. No, there's either. no perfect relationship. Everybody, you know, I was one of them. I was guilty. I, I got married very young. I got married at 20 years old. Me too. High five. High five. 
Um, <laughs> yo me saqué todo el pedo. That's all it's, you know, that's all it's so wrong. <laughs> espero que no te lo hayas sacado ahorita porque we, you just had a fucking tuna sandwich. <laughs> si te sacaste todo el pedo ahorita, no. If I'm dead, if you see me on the floor, you know why, guys. Come after Betsy. <laughs> it's it's caught on camera, no, so. Oh my god, that's gonna. Oh my gosh, I came out so wrong. But what I mean is, like, I took out like the party mode off, like at you a got very things young out of your age. System. Yes, I got a lot of things out of my system at a very young age. So by the time I was 20, I wanted a steady you relationship. Knew what you wanted. I wanted, you know, I wasn't. I didn't want to party no more. I didn't want to be getting drunk every weekend. You knew what I, that life was already. I lived it, been there, done that, moving on. Yeah. So by the time I was 20, um, I met my significant other at 18. We dated for two years and I got married at 20. Man, what a game changer. What a game changer. Getting to know somebody. When you're dating, you see the pretty stuff. Oh, yeah. You know? Living together, and then as soon as you get married, and you well, live not in the necessarily same home, married. It's just living together. Living together because you can. I I feel like marriage tomato, is just tomato. a just a it's just a paper. That's what I thought. Right, that was me. I was the one opposed to marriage. I didn't want to get married. Um, it's just a paper. It's expensive to get married. It's expensive to get divorced. That was my mentality. But so, what's your mentality now? Or why you say? W- <laughs> I'm like, so why'd you say was? (laughs) Same. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Now it's just, it's different. Now a relationship is different. It it, it involves a lot of components to make that marriage work or relationship, right? A relationship. relationship. Marriage is really the same thing. Same thing. But I think there's more commitment though. When you're married, there's way more commitment than just a relationship. I think it depends though, because a lot of people, I feel like for me, marriage is just, uh, like whether you're living with someone or you're married is the same thing. It's just the relationship. No. Cause I feel like marriage is just a piece of paper. And you see, to me, it's not like, what is it to, to you? me? A marriage is like, we're in this. I'm old fashioned guys. We're in this till death do us part. I'm but shouldn't sure you. that be when you're in a relationship? But a relationship is really like, I love you, I'm with you, I'm committed to you. Yeah, but it's the it's, same thing as a marriage. <laughs> I, I, no, I just don't, I don't see it like that. Really? Because I me, feel like I would like, work, honestly, for me, right? For me, the way Betsy is, or was, maybe still is. I don't know, mm-hmm. I'm figuring myself out too. You're like, I'm trying um, to say what, what uh-huh. But I think that if I was in a relationship, it would be so easier for me to be like, peace. I'm out. Well, I think, yeah, and, and I get that. But for me, it's like when you have a family, it's different. And not necessarily the married because. That's true. You I know, think I think the family. Yes, is different. It, that's what is different. But if we talk about, you know, why I think that way is relationship. I think it would be easier for me to bounce. And marriage is like, I married. But if you I were committed. married and you didn't have kids, would you still bounce? If I was married and I still had kids? Absolutely. No, if you didn't have kids. If I didn't have kids and I still married. Oh, damn. See, that's what I'm saying. It's the kids. It's just the family, not the marriage. I guess. You get what I mean? Sorry, I had to. You know, give her a wake up call. I'm just kidding. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I keep cornering her. I'm just kidding. No, but no, it's, it's true. true. You know, it's true. It's just, I feel like it's the family yes. that really puts things different when yes. there's kids involved. Because, you know, whether you're married and you have no kids, it's easier to bounce too. You're like, peace. That's so true because I've actually, uh, in my marriage, you know, when we've had. We've gone through a lot. I mean, you were you were married for eighteen years. You're married 18 for eighteen years. years no, right? six married for sixteen, dated 
um, known together. each other for 18. Yeah. Together for 18. Wow. And we've been through a lot. And we both, when we were like, you know, reflecting on our past, we're like, if it wasn't that we had Ethan, because we had Ethan when I was 21, like literally got married, got pregnant. If we would have not had Ethan that soon, we both agree that we would have gone our separate ways. Wow. Yeah. We would have yeah. been like, I'm not dealing so you with guys her had- shit. And I'm like, I'm not dealing with this crazy ass. Yeah. You know? There was a bigger reason to There was a bigger to reason to stay. Things. Exactly. So yeah, I guess, yeah, you just, yeah, you're absolutely correct. <laughs> she's right. One for Anita. Unfortunately, she's like, oh, I gotta give Zero it to her. For me. <laughs> but um, back to what we're talking about, relationship, you know, it's, it's a big commitment and it comes attached to many different strings and components that in order for it to work, there all has that to be all has that to be in place. place. All that has oh, to be yes. in place. And let's talk about the first one, communication. Ooh. So for women, it's easy to communicate. No. Oh, for me, it is. See, but don't speak for a woman. Okay. Because okay. Let, so, let, you say hey, you're... Calmate, wey. You say... Calmate. Don't. Anita's taking over. No, no, no. I no, no. <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> I'm sorry. Your I'm sorry. proud immigrant <laughs> thing is making you... <laughs> <laughs> let me take off the beanie take off the beanie you're like yes as a matter of fact let me take that shit off for you <laughs> no, no but not all women you, mean. you know yeah uh you know for example you say you're she's amazing at communicating you guys she's like not that type of person where you text like she'll be texting she's like oh, screw this she calls me she's I like hate texting let's communicate you know and, uh, wait stop right there texting takes everything out of content context oh everything agree i could tell you be like uh, hey, um, can you please da 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 And it could sound completely different Opposite. to the other person on the other side of the phone. You're like, all I said and was just And then they'd this. be like, why are you being a dick? Yeah. Can I say that? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> and, you know, so text message for me, I hate it. Um, most of my friends would know that I hardly text. I call. I actually bug because I call. And then I hate when they text me back and I just call you and be like, you have time to Text, but Ooh, you don't even answer the she's phone. She's throwing shade at me. <laughs> I do. That would be like texting her. I hate that. And then when I don't answer her text, I'd be like, hey. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now you call me. And that's funny because you're like the only person I call back because I'm like, I already know she does not like text. I hate text. And everybody else I text back. Yeah. It's it's so funny because I know I know where I prioritize you with calls. I'm Thank like, you. she's not she's not a text girl. I'm I got to call her. But yeah, but communication is very And you're very really good at that. Yeah. You are amazing at that. See, for me, I'm not good at communication at all. I hate confrontation and I hate peeping. You hate peeping? I hate peeing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. We just had a... We had a good lunch. I had a good lunch. <laughs> but, you know, I hate confrontation. I yeah. hate... Not that, not that I hate, but hate is a really strong word. It but is. I don't like to make other people feel bad about themselves or just just confrontation in general so i tend to just seclude everything to myself and you know i kind of in my head i'm like i expect you to know you know without actually communicating and i feel like a lot of times a lot of women are guilty of that you know but that's the thing you can't expect something you from can't someone if you don't communicate if you don't well not only that you just <clears throat> we are so good at putting expectations on people Ooh, for yeah. example you go on a date, you meet somebody, and the women, not all women. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 99.9% uh, of the time, 
that woman in her head, she already had a long-term relationship. She already slept with them. She already had kids. She already got married. She's seen herself <laughs> she lived in her this life house. Already. She is imagining and putting this all these expectations on that person. And then when they get heartbroken, they blame it on that person. But that person really had nothing yes. to do with your breakup. Um, you were expecting something that was never there. Ooh. Women make up scenarios in their head and we're so good at that it's so true we're so oh, good at that. i agree 100%. and so we one quit with the expectations stop expecting stuff from people that's the reason we got to get to know somebody when we're dating we have to get to know the good the ugly the bad why because that will not it will help you better when you're you're handling stuff with that person. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're expecting that person to do something, they can't read your mind. Exactly. And women are so good expecting the men to read our mind. I'm I'm guilty of that. And, and the man is like, well, what the hell? I just gave you a hug. And you're like, no, but I wanted a kiss. Like, you didn't fucking tell me that. <laughs> you know? It's true. Men are not like that. And, yeah. But See, and that's what I've always wondered. Like, how do men think? You know? And then we'll have... We'll, we'll have, have a men. We'll have in. a men perspective. This, Damn, first, this should have been. A, this would have been a really good podcast to have a man like come in. Yeah, but it, I mean, right now, like we're trying to like you know put everything in place. But I think when that time comes again, where we have to we talk about relationships, re, re up, we were gonna it. see. We're gonna see the guy part. So now we yes. get to ask the questions, and the guy gets to answer. And then we're like, oh, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's just. Like, like I said, it's, but, yeah. you know, we we think they know, but they don't know. They don't know. And they will never know because we are great at communicating, but we're also great at expecting them to mm-hmm. know. And yeah. it doesn't work like that. Yeah. How is he going to know? Poor dude. No. <laughs> so communication is key. It's and I'm key. very good at that. I'm yeah, very good so at communicating you know. what I want, what I like, um, you know, everything. And And no, see, for me, it's the complete opposite. I mean, I know what I want, but I just don't communicate it. Yeah. I'm, I don't like confrontation and I was just like, oh, if I say it, he might, I may, I might make him feel some type of way, you know? And one of our, one of the things in my relationship that I feel was a big, big thing. And unfortunately it's the most important thing was communication that we lacked. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, if you, even if you have two people that love each other, if the communication isn't there, then you, unfortunately, you can't make it work. So let me That's, ask you this. Uh-huh. You're bad at communicating. How was he? Also. Eesh. That's what I'm saying. It's bad. At, we were both bad at communicating. It's like we both wanted. We thought we knew what we both wanted. wanted or like like you said, expectations. Or what you guys each need. And Yeah, but the communication wasn't fully yeah. to 100% to the extent. I mean, we communicated, you know, but... When it came to our expectations, it was never communicated because we were both afraid of hurting each other or what it would cause, what it would cause, etc. You, you know, so and like I said, unfortunately, that was that is the most most important thing in a relationship. Yeah, and you see, I'm the other way around. See? I vomit from the mouth. <laughs> this is how I feel, <laughs> and you know, and then my significant other, he's like. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he bottled everything. If he felt sad, if he felt neglected, if anything, he bottled it to himself. But the problem with that was that when there comes he to had point. enough of me yapping and communicating too much, he was just like, yeah, 
you know, and uh -huh. exploded. Soltaba todo. Soltaba todo. And I was like, dude, I didn't even knew you even felt like mm -hmm. that. I didn't know that I was making you feel like that. Yeah. Like, how am I supposed to know? So you had one that over-communicates, and you had the one that just bottles up. See, we were and both that's just, in, in, our, and in my you, relationship, just, both of us, bottling things up. Yeah. And then it came to a point where we both, boop. And you, you see, know what and I, I mean? think that's why communication oh, is number huge. one. And that's what I'm learning now. Yeah. Learning how to communicate. And, and not just that, but learning how to use the proper words. Because you can communicate all you want. And if you're not, you don't learn how to, uh, let's say, like, como se say, if you don't know how to express. Put, express yourself or put your thoughts into a way where it doesn't come off as wrong. Because it could, you could communicate and it, they can interpret it completely yeah. wrong or they feel like you're attacking them. You know, it's learning also how to approach the situation. You and, and I have talked about that yes, a lot. Exactly. Because I, and I told if it's okay to share. But, you know, <clears throat> you're, you're throwing out your emotions and letting that person know how you feel. But you're sounding like, me, 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 me. Yes. And then 100%. the other person's going to feel like, dude, but you're still not getting it. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's just like, it's not his fault. It's not your fault, but it's just the proper way of communicating. It's not being crossed the, proper words. the right way. Yes. And so learning how to do that. Yeah. And, and that's something I still struggle with till this yeah. day. You know, even though I know the importance of communication, I still need to find that medium to where I'm like, okay, how do I, how do I express myself without sounding it? That mm -hmm. what word choice can I use so that it doesn't come out as in, it's just about me. It's just, you know, it, it, that's the hard part. Yeah. Trying to communicate and not sounding out as needy or accusing you, stuff like that. The yeah. word choice. Oh, that's that. I need to start getting into more reading of stuff like that. Communication. Yeah. And you see, I need with help me, with that. And with me, it's just, uh, I communicate, I over communicate. And then once, like, I'm not being heard because, you know, it's just not being rep reciprocated. Um, <laughs> what the hell? Because <laughs> you said reciprocated. <laughs> I'm like, reciprocated? <laughs> reciprocated? That word, guys. You know that word, but we're like, mm-hmm. And then we continue like, well, yeah, we got this shit. <laughs> Girl, I was about to spit my water all over you. <laughs> Reciprocated. Reciprocated. Just stop. You know what we mean. Continue, please. <laughs> like, so last time we were talking and I was talking about intimacy. 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 <laughs> And this is the same thing that's happening. We need to learn. We need to work on our vocabulary, girl. <laughs> I'm sorry Why for interrupting we... you, but that was so funny. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. <clears throat> so, communication is definitely key in your relationship. Um, it's something that's going to make it go become a healthy relationship. Healthy relationship. Healthy relationship. And that's what you want, a healthy relationship. <laughs> yes, not every relationship is perfect. But... If you have the main things, you know, I'm not saying you're going to have it perfect, but if you have the main things in place, there's way of making it work and understanding each other and then moving on. Mm -hmm. Instead of just bottling everything up, keeping all these angers, feeling unappreciated and all this other stuff that comes without communicating. And yeah. then looking back and there's no way to fix it anymore. Yeah. It's gone for too long. Yes. Okay. You know, the other thing would be uh, boundaries. 
Boundaries oh, are very important. Yes. You know, knowing when to stop because sometimes as women we communicate way over too much. Too much. Knowing when to stop so they could go and gather what you just communicated and process it and then come back and be like, I understand what you're saying. I hear you, but this is how I feel. Mm. You know? But see, I think it really takes a lot. For, you have to be like emotionally mature to do that. Yeah. You know, because a lot of times you can be in a relationship where that they're not mentally mature. Yeah. And it just won't process to them like that. It can come off as once again, needy or, you know, just, you're just, it's you, 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 or whatever, you know? But I so think, you really, I think your significant other has to have that awareness as well to be able to be open to, because you can communicate all you want. And if that person isn't understanding it, what's the communication, you know? Yeah. But I think with boundaries, there's boundaries to everything though. There's oh, yeah, boundaries yeah. out of what you do and how you do it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So for example, if you know your wife is not happy with something that you're doing and mm. you keep on doing it and she already told you how she felt, mm. she already told you how she feels. I mean, how she, how she feels and how she's, you know, uh, dealing with that. Yeah. And you're still doing, you're not respecting her boundaries. Exactly. You're not respecting, you know, how she feels. And 100%. now not only that, you're going and doing other stuff and other stuff. And now you're just like. You're it's just adding, adding you're to adding, the problem. You're, you're adding wood to the fire. Yeah. So boundaries in place for a marriage or a relationship is very Respecting. important. I, I agree 100%. And, and that's where respect because, comes in. Yeah, because I, like you said, there, there could be boundaries, but if there's no respect, yeah. what's the point of having the boundaries? You know, you yeah. even though you might not be okay with it, yeah. but just respecting your significant yeah. other's boundaries. And that's very hard. That's hard. That's very hard because, because when I get mad... He's a hothead. So when he gets mad, he's explode. He explodes. When I get mad, I explode. Mm. You know, but I take longer to you know? explode. I take way. So it longer. takes more to put so your butt in. So I see it like this, right? I over communicate, and he bottles up. Mm. So he's bottling, and he's keeping all the stuff, and then boom, he Suelta. explodes. Yeah. And me, I'm just seeing it and seeing it, and you keep doing it, and you keep doing it, and then it's just like. I blow up. Mm. It's like, dude, how can you not understand that that affects me? How can you not understand that that's not okay? Even after you communicated. Because you're, you you're good at communicating. I'm good at communicating. But if you keep doing that to me and you keep doing it, and after I've explained it to you so many times, whatever the situation, the situation be, is, yeah. I explode. Yeah. And then now you have a hothead and then you have this hothead <laughs> and it's just well, a recipe like, for chaos. Yeah. Well, like you said, I think, uh, you know, as women can only take so much, mm -hmm. you know, and if you're communicating, communicating, communicating how you've been feeling and it's like their action says otherwise, there's going to come a point in, in your life where you're like, okay, I've communicated to you and you're going to explode mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, for sure. So respect is definitely respect, also on the very top yes. of those uh, topics. Communication, yeah. respect, I think are very big boundaries trust trust and that was one of my main things in the beginning <clears throat> of my marriage was trust mm. um it was and it was not based off him it was based off me and how i felt and the insecurities, insecurities. that i had and you know all that good stuff that comes with you know 
not feeling self-love mm-hmm. comes back to self-love it comes back to self-love so yeah. and also vice versa right don't do something you you know what your partner likes and doesn't like yeah you know so i know what triggers him i know what offends him i know what hurts him i've never heard it like that you but know I how agree. to push and i'm not saying you know oh that's not you know what yeah. ticks him off you know how to hurt them. Mm. You know how to upset him. I know how to do all those. <laughs> You're I, like, do. I do. I yeah, do. No, it's do I want to do it? No. no. Do I sometimes do it and it's unintentionally? Yes. Mm-hmm. But that also goes back to trust. Why am I going to do that to the person that I love? Yeah. Why am I going to go out there and have a wonder eye or talk to somebody and when I know that's know. going to hurt him? That's going to affect him. You know what I mean? So trust is very important. If you trust your significant other, it doesn't matter what they do. You trust them. Exactly. You trust them. Till they give you a reason not to trust. trust. And that's that's, that's where, you know, the women or the men start feeling insecure. Am I good enough? What does he see in her? What does she see in him that I don't have? Mm. And that's just a cluster of shit in your head. And it just messes Waiting with to you. destroy what you've been A hundred percent. Yeah. And so it just... It, For sure, it, trust. Yeah. And it, and it sucks, you know, because sometimes if you've been in a previous relationship where trust has been broken Ooh. and you've been hurt so many times, you kind of just go based off that. You kind of have a wall up. You know what I mean? You have a wall up and then it's hard for you to let that wall down. Yeah. It's hard. And it makes it hard for... And this is why it's so important to heal your trauma. Mm-hmm. Don't jump into another relationship until you're completely oh, yeah. healed. Yeah. And that's one of the biggest mistakes I feel like we do as humans. Mm-hmm. You know, we... A lot of us don't like to be alone. As soon as you get out of a relationship, what do you do? You tend to go and seek validation in other places, right? Yeah. And unfortunately, a lot of times it has to do with another person. Because you're trying to feel validated. You're trying to f- cover those, you know, you're grieving. Yeah. So in order for you to feel a certain way, you seek that other places. And if you're not healing that trauma, if you're not healing internally mm-hmm. by yourself and healing whatever it is that is causing you to feel that way, when you jump into another relationship, it's going to carry on. And unfortunately, it's going to keep going and happening no matter whether it's this person, that person, oh. It, it, the problem is going to keep going. And even if you if you have the most loyal guy, it's, it's ro- going to happen. It's a, it's a, it's cycle. a cycle. It's a roller yeah, coaster. Exactly. It's, you know, I see healing um, in a way, okay, for my, you know, if if I'm healing <clears throat> from past trauma in my relationship, am I ready to go to a new one? No. Mm-hmm. Because I haven't healed that. And I could have probably, that next guy is probably the guy. And if the guy. Yeah. But I am not healed. So, so what am I going to do? Gonna work out. I'm going to destroy the shit out of it. And now that perfect guy goes and be an asshole to his perfect girl. Yeah. It's and it's a, a cycle. cycle. It's a cycle. 100%. So unless you haven't, if you have not healed from your past relationships, you are not ready to move on. You're and you're not. right. When you separate, you, I'm used to being with somebody. Mm. I'm used to having somebody. Good or bad, he's there. Good or bad, yeah. I'm there, right? Mm -hmm. So after you finish a long-term relationship, yeah, you do feel lonely. But But that does not make you to go and go and go search somewhere else. Exactly, because then you're not you're not doing the proper things to become better. No, No. at all. So for me, heal whatever was that broke that exactly. So for for me, it's just you know, 
Um, I wasn't ready. I'm still not ready. And that's okay. It's probably going to take me another year before I even move on to a new relationship or try to figure out the one that I used to have. Yeah. But that's okay. As long as I take the time I need to heal properly, to figure Betsy, what does she want now? That was the old Betsy. What does this Betsy want? You know, her mentality has changed from the time that she was a 20 year old, young, married, 21 year old mom, you know, first time mom. My whole vision has changed from Absolutely. There. So sometimes, you know, people fall in love with that. And maybe when I become this Betsy that I want to become, he's not going to love that Betsy. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But that's okay. He's allowed to do that. And so am I. Yeah. So it, it just comes again, healing, time, trust, communication, boundaries, respect. Yeah. Wow. You know, All of that. All of it. So which I think... Being your own person, it leads to being your own person, yeah. right? Because a lot of times um, we get, you become one type of thing where you feel like everything needs to be done together and, and you forget who you are. But you, you start, see? you start living kind of like, um, how do you say that word? You start be codependent. Oh. Codependency, right? Yeah. Because you forget who you are and you feel like you guys... It's good, yes, teamwork and and being a team, but don't forget about yourself along the way. Don't forget, you know, that it's important to be out and about and then trust, you know, like it's okay for your significant other to go and do what he has to do. And it's it's important for you to go and do what you have to do, right? And be your own person. But a lot of times it becomes very toxic because... I mean, I get it. You know, you go through that honeymoon stage where you want to be together 24-7. And I think we're all guilty of that. You know, once you first start a relationship oh, yeah. 24-7, you're like, ah, you know, and it's constantly like together, together. Everything has to be done together. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and you become so used to that, mm-hmm. that when obviously life happens, kids happen, uh, you know, businesses happen, all of that. And, you know, it starts creating that separation and you start feeling like, wait, what's going on? So I was very guilty of that. I was very guilty in the beginning of my marriage to be codependent. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be with him. I wanted to go everywhere he went. Um, You know, if he was happy, I was happy. If he was sad, I was sad. You know what I mean? If he was mad, I was pissed. Yeah. You know? So you became one type of thing. I became one type of thing and I was very codependent off him. Once I started, I actually learned that in a, in a class, in a session. Um, and he, the therapist called me out. He's like, you know what you are? And I'm like, no, he's like, you're codependent. And I'm like, like, what does that mean? What? What do you mean? You know, I Googled it and I was like, am I? And then I read like everything that, you know, what codependency brings. And I was like, oh my gosh. You don't realize it. And it happens so slowly that, you know, that happened to me. I was so codependent and that I truly lost myself. Mm -hmm. And and you kind of start feeling like they're responsible for your happiness. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is, it's like, no, you're responsible for my happiness. You're supposed to make me happy. Exactly. And it's not like that. that. And unfortunately, I had to learn the hard way. You know, I had to learn like, oh, snap. You know, this is not how it is. It's like you need to make your own self happy. You're responsible for your own happiness. You want something, you got to go and get it. Exactly. You know what I mean? And it's not... 
it's unfair to put that pressure on your significant other as and, well. And don't get me wrong. I still, um, not, not that I'm dependent off him, but there's still some stuff that I do depend on him for, you know? And it's not like the bad stuff. I'm not saying it's bad to depend on your significant other. Oh, no, other. of course not. It's, no, it's a teamwork. Sh- it's a teamwork, yeah. yeah. But, you know. It gets to a point where it's too much. It's exactly. There's ba- When is it boundaries. too much when it's toxic now? Yeah. You know? Yes. So for me, I still depend on some things, you know, depend and expect some things from him but i communicated yeah. that and i know that he could do that and also he knows that he could do that mm. it goes back again communication communication you boundaries know? boundaries balance yeah so yeah. It, it's just like i said relationship comes with a bunch of strings attached a lot. and they're all intertwined yes but you do have to take one one at a time you know now i'm that type of person is like baby call me in the morning and say good morning i hope you have a great day god bless you lunchtime hey how's your day going and then nighttime how how was your day see and i loved that about my relationship because we we did that yeah it was where it was like we would wake up sometimes i didn't even know where he was at yeah that's how you know that had a really good I had a, I like the trust was there. Everything was there. Yeah. You know, it was like, we wake up, we're like, okay, you're, you have work today. And then you, I wouldn't know that he was in LA till, you know, maybe I'd like text him like, Hey babe, how are you doing? Or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I'm in LA. I'll probably be home till nine or so. Or so. Yeah. so I love that about our relationship. I loved how we were both our own people and we came together at the end of the night and, you know, it was like, oh, okay, how was your day or whatever, you know? So, I mean, once we had Aiden. It was a little bit difficult because, you know, I had to put him into bed. And then I was like, okay, I'll wake up after I put him to sleep. I would never wake up, you yeah. know? But I love the fact that there was just that trust like that. And then he was able to do his thing. I was able to do my thing. Yeah. And and it's nice, you know? But it was a little hard at first because when, I, like I said, we were growing up together, being together, everything yeah. that, you know... It was constantly like always together, doing everything together. Even with my pregnancy with me, like he was there through every doctor's appointment. He was there. Ultrasound, he was there. Any appointment, he was everything. there. Yeah. So then, you know, once um, life happened, we we gave birth to Mila. He started his own business. Everything, you know, slowly it started to change where our priorities started to shift around you know it was no longer just me it was my his world didn't revolve around me anymore it was you know i have to prioritize work prioritize this prioritize that so you know and that's where it was a little hard for me at first because i was like wait like what about me you know you're forgetting about me and then i started kind of getting used to i'm like okay i gotta start doing little things for myself as well you know and um but yeah that's that's how it is. You know, sometimes it's hard for you to accept and 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 break that little pattern. Yeah. Especially if you've been so accustomed to it for a long periods of time, it gets hard to shift or break that. This yeah. is a question you guys asked us, you know, after, I believe, what was the question was, after being married for so long. The sex drive. The sex drive is gone. Yeah. Mm. And there's a lot of things that can, and I was like, can be of why the sex yeah. drive is in there. It could be, you know, another person. It could be... Hormones. Hormones. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Hormonal, um, you know, work, stress. Yeah. All of that. It it plays a huge part, you know, or, you know, you're just losing that um, communication with your significant other and you haven't communicated it, that it makes you feel 
or or resentment if you have resentment towards your partner but they don't know yeah you know like i said if communication was never there and your expectations of your significant other are this and that but they're not being met because you haven't communicated you start kind of feeling some type of weight because you have you know because i've heard right i don't know if it's true but i've heard the relationships that you know it's very like toxic and stuff and they cause an argument to do to have the makeup sex oh yeah to have the makeup sex like they're looking forward to that Mm. and then to me i'm like Dude, if I'm pissed at you, I don't even want to look at you. Don't touch yeah. me. Don't don't breathe on me. Don't yeah. nothing. 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 Like, get away. Get from away. My face. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, but I'm also, you know, I was in a marriage for 16 years. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, that was not a part of our problems. And a lot of people that I know that are married for such a long time, that is one of their main problems. You know, I have uh people that I know that, you know, there's no sex drive at all. Wow, and I know for a fact I couldn't be married. And I think that's like with a, no sex that's drive. important. That's very important. That has like a huge, huge. And thing, people you know? think it's not. People don't think that you know sex drive in their marriage is not important. Yes, it is because it's a time where you guys connect. It's a guys where yeah. you guys, you on know, a deeper level, in connection a deeper on a deeper level, level, in a deeper level, yeah. a deeper level. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so you know, like I said, for me, like I know people that I've been in marriages for many years, thirteen plus years. Yeah, and there's none at all. Wow. None. Wow. And it's just like, how, how? the hell? How? I can't. I wouldn't. How? Like, and, and I can't wrap my mind about uh, around it. I could it, never. <laughs> you know? So it's just at what point does all this other stuff, communication, trust, all that come into play when there's no sex drive? Yeah. Because I believe that if there's no sex drive in a marriage, that's when the cheating happens. That's when the man starts wondering and their eyes is going everywhere, googly guys everywhere. What about the woman? The woman mm-hmm. starts finding that, that you know, uh, connection with somebody else, the feeling wanted and mm-hmm. needed. You, you start seeking, not seeking, but you start getting what you're looking for. And it's more like validation, validation also, right? Validation, yeah. It's validation yeah, because yeah. it's like, okay, he doesn't want me. He's married to me, but this one's all over me. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's like, which one is it? Well, I mean, as women, I feel like we love attention. Yeah. You know, I mean, whether it's nice to have like attention, but are you going to feed into it? Absolutely not. That's up to you, right? Yeah. But I agree, you know, if you're getting attention from somewhere else, it's like, that's where cheating happens because you're not getting it from home. And then, okay, so let's say, you know, you guys are both in a relationship and what do you do to spice it up? Mm. Do you yeah. try different things do you mm-hmm. keep the same routine is it the same thing all the time maybe yeah. that's why the sex drive left, in the, left in the first place yeah and i think a marriage has to be or a relationship you got breaking it. cycles yeah you you have to me right this yeah, is my opinion huh. in in my relationships or relation my marriage um that's important that's mm. one of my important things I think that's on top of communication, trust, and sex. Yeah. Uh, sex. sex drive. <laughs> sex drive. Yeah. You know? Agree. Because Agree. it's just that to me are the main components. Communication. I trust you. And you are my person. Like, that's the one I want to do stuff with. That's but all. how do I keep it alive? Yeah. You know? Yeah. How would you and keep it alive? Yeah. I agree. I agree with you. But We're how would breaking, you keep it alive? Yeah, I'm asking like you, a question. Yeah, breaking the, the cycle. Trying no, but how things. would you keep your oh. sex marriage alive? Trying different things. <laughs> <laughs> no? 
<laughs> I don't know. I'm asking yeah, you. No, yeah. I'm like open to trying different things. Because yeah. at the end of the day, it's like, you're, you know, for me, sex is, is a, it's a more of a, like a deeper connection. Yeah. You know, it's, you really have to feel something for that person. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. It's not just about having sex. It's, it's really about the connection and the feelings that go with that. It's yeah. a beautiful thing. Yeah. You know, when you share with the right person. Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, if you're lacking that and trying different things, that's how you keep it alive. And I think the other thing, too, is like, who makes the first move? In some relationships, maybe the guy's the one only making the move and then he gets tired of it. Right. Because he's the one that's wanting you and wanting you, but you're just going along with yeah. it to please him. But maybe he wants you to make the first move. Try it. You know, yeah. try it. Buy and a I'm new open. lingerie. Yeah, that's keeping your sex life alive mm. with your partner. Mm. And it's okay. And a lot of people are not, I'm actually feeling kind of like uncomfortable talking about it. It is a very difficult subject to talk about. Yeah. Because not a lot of people are comfortable no. talking about that. Putting it, especially putting it on air with <laughs> like hundreds of people, thousands of people probably, you know. I know. But you know, one of the things we said was keeping it raw and real. And this is how it is, you know. It's we're just like <sighs> any of you out there. But yeah. you know, it does happen when you've been in in a relationship for such a long time. And it's not necessarily because you want it to happen. Sometimes it's just you we get so caught up in life like, and in stress life, and kids, kids, money issues. Business stress is like the number one killer for hormones, you yeah. know? And and as women, I mean, we get periods, we, you know, we're all over the place, Yeah, you know, and I'm, I'm sure for men too, it's like a lot of stress, especially if they're the provider of their, they have a lot on top of their shoulders. It makes it 10 times harder for them to even focus or just, you know, they're so used to just being like, oh my God, I need to provide, I need to do this. I'm working, I'm doing this, you know? So by the time they get home, it's like, all I want is just relax. I just want to sleep. Yeah, and the women too. Same as us. We, Same. We don't even have time. Like, I would put Aiden to sleep, and I was like, okay, I'll wake up, and then I knock out. And especially because he's a newborn, right? Yeah. Like, you're tired. You're exhausted, dude. Yeah. Like, two kids, you know, we get tired. But life happens, and it's not because you don't love each other. It's not because, you know, the love isn't there, yeah. right? It's just life happens. Life and, happens. And, and there we go here again with that communication. Mm-hmm. You don't communicate how you're feeling and all of that. It starts trickling down, trickling yeah. down till one day it just explodes and, you know, it, yeah. it just happens. So for some of you that ask that question, maybe trying something new, you know, maybe go buy that cute outfit that makes you feel sexy. You know, maybe send, you know, like a sexy text or a sexy picture, or you know, something like that. Something. So when he gets home, he's like, oh, yeah. Or talk to him. Or talk to him and tell maybe, him. Maybe, you know, like, maybe there's, maybe it's not even that. It's just maybe something that he's going through mentally or, you that. know, maybe, maybe, you know, because men go through depression as well. Yeah. We go through depression, so they do as well. Yeah. It's just, you know, a lot of times men are not as good as we are to communicate when mm-hmm. you're feeling a certain type of way, right? Yeah. So, you know, and it's a lot less common for men to talk about depression. It's like... It's hardly. It's a lot less common for men to talk. Period. Period. Yeah. No. It's you true. know. Gosh. So you know, approach your significant other. Be like, hey, what's going on? You know, why? Yeah. Are, why is this happening? And you know, but hormones too, like you said. Yeah, and the, and you know, and believe it lot. or not, there's actually places where they check your hormone, and in some women, your estrogen's too high. Or your estrogen's too low, and that affects your libido. Mm-hmm. Same for men. Their testosterone's too low, that affects their libido. So 
it, it, it goes could be both a ways. Lot of it could be a lot of things. So don't you know jump to conclusions. Talk to him. Talk to her. Figure out what's going on. Try and then come up with things. a plan. You know, if you guys are both busy and stressed and just trying to pick that back up, schedule it. <laughs> you know, no, it's true. Schedule it. So like that, you know, you guys are both on the same page and you guys know that you guys can't go to sleep till something happens. You yeah. know. Yeah. Um. But that, yeah, that's very, very important. But what really? about when you have to Love juggle oh. sex life and the kiddos? That's hard. That's hella That's hard. hard. That's what I was telling you. You know, I think with me, like having a six-year-old, having a baby, it's like, you know, by the end of the day, I'm mentally and physically exhausted. Even though I try to keep up, I'm like, Ugh, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm like, I'll put the kid down. And then as soon as he falls asleep, I'll wake up. But I would just knock out. You see, so to that's me, it's hard. different because I have a teenager. I have a nine-year-old and a five-year-old. Nine-year-old, five-year-old, so don't, you know, don't know anything. They're always following me mm. they're following him you know we try to go escape and it's like mom mom you yep. know knocking and i'm like i'm taking a shower where's dad i don't know, I don't know. <laughs> you know <laughs> or we go to the closet or we hide yeah when you dude, have kids you hide that is so true you hide i agree with that girl like you know you're trying like, to find ways we're trying to find ways so now not only do you have to deal with it makes all it this 10 times stuff, harder but now you gotta hide and make you know but yeah, it kind of it's i i kind of like that too though because it, it just spices up things a little easy you know you can't but then it's like you know well, that's just me <laughs> with me it's just like but I, it is stressful yeah it's like fuck you know, you know? and it's like ethan's always following him and before it was me, but now, like, the older he gets, he's following him. Mm. Emma's, like, to my hip. Mm. The only one that's to herself, and it's so crazy, is the middle child. Oh, wow. She's just in her room in her iPad. And she's, like, she's like, who cares what they're doing? Mom, I'm hungry. Mom, <laughs> I'm bored. You know, like, she, yeah. but the other two are always, Mom. All around you guys. You know? Oh. So, hide. <laughs> hide. Lock the door. Lock the door, you know? <laughs> this is all that happens in a relationship, uh, you know? But no. You don't, you don't have to, guys. Just FYI. <laughs> and time alone together, you know? Oh, time alone together. It like, doesn't have to be just really for that. That's really important. You know, go to the walk, go walk at the beach. You know, it doesn't have to cost money to spend quality time together. Yeah, no. And people think it's like, oh, I don't have money. It's going to cost money. No. Nah, dude, make some sandwiches, put it in a Ziploc bag, and go and to go the to beach. The or the go beach. to the park. Yeah. You know? Or go drive around and go look at the stars. I don't know, but little things like that matter to women. Which brings us to our next subject, love, love language. language. You know, I think a lot of times we both have different love languages. Yeah. And that's the hard part. How do you meet in the middle? How do you find your significant other's love language? Yeah. You and know what I mean? So, I'm sorry. I'm going to get my phone because I actually, we, uh, um, actually, we, uh, there's an app. My sisters and I, we had a girls' night. And we were talking about love language. And my mom actually chimed in. And mm. then my stepdad goes into the kitchen. And, and then we're talking of... about love language. So there's an app. Um, and you take a quiz, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to look it up so you guys can go in there. Let me see. It's a love language quiz. And I believe it's on uh, um, fivelovelanguages.com. So if you haven't read that book. I haven't read it. 
Please read it. I have to read Please it. Please read, read it. Okay, so if you guys haven't um, taken this quiz and you don't know what your love, love language is or his love language is, go to fivelovelanguages.com and take this quiz. <laughs> We're in the process. Yeah. Um, it's Answer it Truthful. to the best of your knowledge and be honest, okay? So mine is act of service. Like my main one is act of service. Like... Um, if he knows I'm tired, you know, and I have to cook, mm. baby, let me cook. Ooh. Oh, you know what? Let me order something. Don't worry about it. You're tired. Mm-hmm. Or if he sees that I have to do the sh- a shit load of laundry, baby, come on, let's fold it together. Mm, so yeah. mine, mm-hmm. my number one love language is act of service. Um, and it's crazy because that's what it is. I want, I don't, I'm not saying I want his help, but to me, actions speak louder than words. Absolutely. He could say, I love you all he wants, but I am looking more for actions, mm-hmm. you know? Um, my second one is uh, words of affirmation. Baby, you're amazing. You're doing a great job. I love you. You're beautiful. Today you look amazing. Go, ki- you know, go kill it. Like, Little that's like my that. second one, my second mm-hmm. love language. And it goes in categories. So when you take this test, it's going to ask you all these questions, but it goes in categories, right? So based on those categories, those are your main love languages. Um, my third one is quality time. Mm. And it's crazy because as a woman, you would think it would be first. Mm-hmm. But mine is third. Mine, you know, go do your thing. I go do my thing and we come back together and I'm good. Mm. So the quality time was third for me. Um, and then physical, it's crazy because physical touch is fourth. I categor- I, I, 17% of that. Wow. I guess don't touch. Don't touch me. <laughs> don't touch me. <laughs> You're not a freak. <laughs> no, I. No, no, no. I'm just, I just. Don't touch me till then. Don't touch me till then. Okay. But you know, I also don't like to cuddle. I told you that. Yeah, yeah, you did. Tell I me am that. not the cuddling person. I don't like, you know, after everything's said and done, it's like, okay, good night, bye. To my side, you know? And now I'm the complete opposite. You, you cuddle. I love to cuddle. I, I love to cuddle. I could I, cuddle all day. You could like. give me like probably like 10 minutes max, 15 minutes max cuddling. And that's, that's it. it. Then I get like suffocated. Like, You're like, yeah, yeah, they have me. Like, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, it's cool, you know? And a lot of women love to cuddle. Yeah. Emma is a cuddling time. Yeah, Mila is, Mila is too. That girl could put that... And I'm like, Emma, get off me. You're like, you're sticky. It's hot. (laughs) You know? So, and then the last one is gifts. Receiving gifts. Oh, wow. You start learning as you go. And unfortunately, it sucks that sometimes we have to learn the hard way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're going with regret or whatever. But it's always all about improvement. Always about improvement. And self-awareness. Yes. And just being you as well, you know, be your own person. Don't be somebody you're not in a relationship because in that, at some point you're going to be tired of it. Screw this. You're going to get tired tired of it. So be you, learn what your partner wants and likes and needs. Um, Take the time to learn about each other. Take the the time to, you know, like I said, being in a relationship for so long, you sometimes get caught up with a lot of things that you forget a lot about a lot of things that hold the relationship or make that relationship last right so one of the things that i've learned is obviously like i said communication for sure um and that's something that was not happening um to we communicated but not to that extent Mm -hmm. you know what i mean uh so for sure like 
if you love your significant other and you want to make it work and you, you both you both know you love each other try to make it work you know figure out what it is that's causing that distance between you guys and if you can't figure it out but you still want to make it work go to marriage counseling go try it and at least you guys know you've tried literally everything and if it doesn't work out you know and have an open mind too you know absolutely my advice to you would be get to know your partner get to know their like you said get to know each other but at the same time understand that person yeah understand where they're coming from and be patient with them have empathy put yourself in their shoes exactly and then you know at the same time don't don't how can i say this i'm trying to don't assume Mm -hmm. we assume a lot or don't expect or don't expect. That would be my main advice. Don't expect something from him or her if they don't know what you want. Communication. Communication again. Yeah. And then just talk. You know, talk. Be that has to be your best friend. I think yeah. your significant other should be your best friend. Your best friend. Mm-hmm. Your person. Yeah. You know, the one that is gonna be there in the good and the bad. And if you if you're just like me, like I said, you hate confrontation or the communication isn't there, try to work try to learn about communication how can you get better at it how what is the first step you need to do to Mm -hmm. start that you know maybe read some books i'm actually going to go and i I actually do want to start learning more about communication because like i said right now i'm trying to communicate what i feel Mm -hmm. but just learning about the word choices the proper words the proper words and that's something that i want to work on Oh. It's all about bettering ourselves, you know? We didn't touch this, but this is also very important. Your tone of voice. Tone of voice, yeah. Your demeanor. And it's hard sometimes because when you're at the moment, you feel like you just want to let everything out and anger takes over. And the words that come out, it's just the tone and everything. The tone, yeah. yeah. You could say the same thing, but when you say with a lower, like a softer demeanor or lower demeanor, however you want to put it, it comes like, okay, I see what you're saying. But if you have that demeanor, be like, well, I'm hungry. Then it comes off as, Cocínate, haz algo, haz una quesadilla. You know, yeah. it's just the demeanor on the way you say things and your tone of voice can make a big difference yeah. on what you're trying to communicate. Yeah. So as long as... Self-development, all yeah, of that. And I'm very big when, when somebody, when he would talk to me, be like, watch your demeanor, lower your tone. And that would just he didn't like it mm-hmm. but it was just no I'm it's not, true and it's not like I'm not, you're attacking I'm not gonna like acknowledge it no like your demeanor and tone of voice have to be at a certain level for me to pay attention it's like a kid right if you're telling a kid yelling what they have to do they're not going to pay attention mm-hmm. they're not listening to you mm-hmm. but if you go and you talk to that kid they'll process it better yeah same 100 percent, and, yeah. and it all comes with patience too yeah so there's a lot of things that you can be doing um self-development for yourself so i believe i'm a huge believer in self-love and you know we as people already know what we're lacking Mm -hmm. you know you do know you're like fuck i i fucked up on this i need to get better at this so if you do know you have a little flaw and don't don't let your ego don't let your pride get the best of you fix it fix it because at the end of the day it's going to make you a better person and it's going to make everyone around you a better you're gonna be in a better situation yeah and you're gonna be able to handle things better with the calmer head and uh, more you know centrado centrado yeah. yeah absolutely all right guys all right guys so, so 
Wow, today was a good episode. Yeah, I love this one. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the follows, the like. Like this video on YouTube. Leave uh, us your share comments. Share it to help other people. Send us your comments. Um, and yeah. yeah, so next month we'll be inviting guests, so stay tuned. Our guests will be talking about their struggles in family, relationship, and business, how all they overcame that. all that. And, you know, just giving you the perspective on, you know, all the stuff that they went through to get to where they're at. And exactly. it's going to be a female and male. So it's no, you know, we're going to get both sides of the story. So stay tuned. Again, thank you so much for joining us. And we will see you on the next episode yes. of Ain't, Ain't That Some Shh. Thank you.